All right. Well, good morning again to everyone. I am Pastor Leo, and I am sitting in for Apostle Larry and Prophet Helen. They are out taking care of business. And as always, I stepped up and stepped in. But I thank God for this opportunity, allowing me to come before you and teaching you. And, you know, I know it's uh, it means a lot to me knowing that they trust me enough to do this. Amen. So let's get started with a word of prayer. But Father, we thank you right now in the name of Jesus. We thank you for your word. We thank you for wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. We thank you, Father, for teaching us, training us, and showing us the truth, and giving us the understanding and open up our spiritual eyes so that we can see clearly. And I give you all the glory and honor and praise in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, and amen. Glory to God. Again, welcome to everyone. Glory to God. Welcome to Healing School. Amen. Amen. Well, today, as you know, uh, if you've been a part of Strong Faith Bible Church and Larry Other Ministries, as always, faith is somewhere in here. You know, right? <laughs> Glory to God. So today's lesson, uh, when Apostle had asked me to do this, I was thinking about it, and this came to me. The Holy Spirit gave it to me. Believe that you receive. Believe that you receive. Amen. You know, we think we've exhausted everything in that scripture, but, you know, sometimes the Holy Spirit will show you some new things or refresh us. Amen. So <clears throat> believe that you receive. That's what we are talking about today. And of course, you, as always, I've gotten that from Mark 11 and 24. Therefore, I say unto you, what things soever ye desire, when you pray, believe that ye receive them, and you shall have them. Amen. And my focus was just really on believe and receive. Amen. Uh, those are two words. Uh, it, they mean a lot within that verse. It ties everything together. Because if you don't believe, you can't receive. And if you're not receiving, that means you're not believing. Amen. Uh, one of the things that Apostle has said is, uh, and we, we understand that the value of the word, people don't really hold in high regard. They don't really value the word. And if you go a step further, do they even really value their own word? And I mean value enough to believe that you really do have whatsoever you say. A lot of, you can tell somebody, well, do you believe God said this? Yes, I believe God said it. Yes. But then when it's time to speak it, they have a doubt because they may not believe that they have what they say. They may not really have faith in what they're saying, that they have the ability to have what they say, especially if it's a situation where there's a great need. Some people don't really believe their own word and believe the word coming out of their mouth will work. Yes, it comes from God, but I get caught up when I have to release it out of my mouth because we've been so pounded, we've been hit from every side, we've been indoctrinated with a lot of negative thinking, and so when it's time to speak life, we don't believe we can speak life. But it, and on the flip side, when it comes down to speaking something of, of terror or fear, we believe, oh man, I don't think I'm going to make it, oh man. I'm, I'm going under. Oh man, you know, my I'm a, I'm gonna get this because my family had it. We've been taught to believe the negative, 
We've been taught to have faith and what we say on the negative mm-hmm. side. But now we're in the kingdom and God is restoring us. Now we have to switch our thinking to have faith and knowing that when I speak life, when I speak the words of life, I can have that. The world, the, the enemy has done a great job in tricking us, deceiving man to believe that they cannot have life, to believe that they cannot have prosperity, to believe that they cannot be healed, to believe that this situation will not get better if I say it. And we go through all the, uh, as Brother Hagen may say sometimes, the rigmarole, the, 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 the flips and the turns of life, trying to fix it in our own ability, and it doesn't work. And then when God says, speak it, and then we sit there kind of like deer in the headlights looking like, that's all I got to do. Yeah, that's all you got to do. Start saying something different. And then they start falling off because it's, I don't really believe I, I can do that. I don't believe I can have what I say. I don't believe I can have if I say that. I don't believe if I speak life, you know, because I'm seeing these different situations in front of me. I'm seeing what's going on in front of me. I'm seeing the negative things that people are doing. I'm seeing what's going on in the world. I'm seeing and I'm feeling what's going on in my body. And now you're telling me if I begin to speak words of life, these things can change. Man, you know, now we have to begin to have a paradigm shift. We have to have a, a shift in our thinking, a shift in our understanding. We have to unlearn everything that we've learned and relearn in the kingdom. Amen. So we have to hold, we hold God's word in a high value. But now we, when we speak, we have to also hold our own word in high value. We have to believe what we have, what we say. That's where a lot of people may fall and fall, fall off because they haven't really put faith in their own word. How does that happen? Promising ourselves we'll do something and then not completing the the task. See, now we've trained our spirit to not believe, well, they said they was going to do this, but they didn't really do it. How many times have we done that? Said we were going to do something. People do that all the time. New Year's resolutions is is a great example, right? Oh, yes, for the new year, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And by the third day, (laughs) they done gave up on it. They haven't even got through the month yet. And they've fallen off. So now they've trained their spirit to not have a great follow through. They've trained their spirit to believe that they don't have what they say. See, these that's training the whole time. We're training our spirit, programming our spirit to not believe what we have, what we say by not following through. Yes, I'm going to be there at six. And then you show up at eight. You see, no, no value on your word. We got to begin to hold our words at great value. We have to understand that in order for us to believe that we receive, excuse me, we have to hold our words up and great value. We have to understand the sensitivity of our words, the greatness of our words, that our words have power. Whatever we say, if we say, you know what? I'm not going to make it. Guess what? Your words have great power. And you have what you say. 
so you training yourself. A lot of times people train themselves on the negative end of that. Now we're in the kingdom. <clears throat> the Holy Spirit has come to teach us, to train us in a new way of life, a new way of thinking, a new way of understanding, a new way of speaking. So now we're getting trained in the kingdom on how to talk like babies. We're born again as spiritual babies. So now we got to relearn how to talk. See, believe that you receive. You got to learn how to talk. Therefore, I say unto you what things soever you desire when you pray, when you speak, you got to believe that you receive what you're speaking. But if you don't have faith in your own word, you, you, you're going to struggle with that. Amen. Interestingly enough, uh, some years ago, a few years ago, I began meditating on the word belief, believe. And Holy Spirit said, you know, that's two words, right? I said, excuse me. He said, yeah, that's two words. If you look up the word leaf, now this is homework, okay? Search it out. The word be and leave, L-I-E-V-E or L-I-E-F for belief. It's two words. The word be, when you say the word be, be healed. You're in a constant state of being, or you can say is. If I say be healed, Leo is healed. And when you look at the word leaf or leave, it means as happily. Gladly, joyful, thankful. Amen. So be as happy, be thankful, be joyful. You see, therefore, I say unto you what things soever you desire when you pray. Well, the thing that you're desiring when you think about it, does it get you excited? That business, you, you, you have a business and you say, man, you know what? I believe. I'm going to make a million dollars in six months in my business. How excited are you about that? Are you fearful of it? Or are you excited about it? The thought of it, when you think about it, you think, think about a person getting ready to go on their favorite vacation, go to their va favorite vacation spot before they even get there. They're already seeing themselves laying out on the beach, drinking lemonade, <laughs> right? kick back, relax. If you're on a, if it's a cruise, oh my goodness, all of the foods you can eat, the dancing and the laughing and all, spending time with your family, you're having fun, you're experiencing it before you even get there. So you're planning it, right? Not only are you planning it, <clears throat> you're talking about it. Man, when we get there, you know, some latest child, when we get there, this is what we're going to do. That's what we're going to do. We're going to be here. We're going to be there. We're going to be everywhere. Yes, yes. And everybody is collectively stirring up that energy, stirring up that, that joyfulness, that thankfulness. Ooh, I can't wait because, you know, Lord knows I need a vacation from this job and these people on my job. I just need to get away. <laughs> so you in your mind, you excited, you joyful. So believe. Be joyful about what you're saying. What therefore I say unto you, the healing that you desire. When you pray. Be joyful about that healing. Be excited about your healing. Be happy about your healing. Be thankful about your healing. Why? Because you already have it. We've heard apostles teach this. Before the foundation of the world, it was done. 
It was done before the foundation of the world, given to us before the foundation of the world. Before he even created it, he already gave it to us. It was already set that way. We're already in a fixed position. Adam, when he was in the garden, Mr. and Mrs. Adam, Adam, they're both one husband and wife. When they were in the garden before he put them, they had all of the things that they needed before they got, before they even were placed there. Everything that they needed was already in them. They had it. So it's the same way with us. God reconnecting us to who we are, to who we really were in the beginning. It's already in us. We already have it. So because we have it, believe, be happy, be joyful, be thankful in a constant state of thanksgiving. When you say be this way, if you create a chair, that chair will always be a chair. If the chair breaks, you can say, man, that chair broke. You're not going to say, look at that leg broke. You're going to say the chair broke. It is a chair. So. It's always going to be that chair. It's always, the car is going to always be a car because it was created that way. So God created you in his image after his likeness. So guess what? You're going to, you, you must be in a constant state of being, be like God, be imitators of God, be children of light, walk in the light as he is in the light, be the light. Be thankful. It's a constant state of being. Our situations and circumstances, that's another issue. We allow our situations and circumstances to dictate to us who we are. And we become what those situations and circumstances are saying to us. But we are the controllers of that situation and circumstance. And we command that situation and circumstance to be what we say. To be who we really are, who we really are. God's in the earth. We are God in the earth. We are Jesus in the earth. We are the word in the earth. So if we are the word in the earth, then we have to be that consistently. Be that. A constant state of being. Believe. When I say I believe, I'm in a constant state of believing that life is flowing through me. Not only this life flowing through me because I am one with the father. He's one with me. We're his body. We're his children. We are like him. We are in him. We are one with him. If he is life, is life. If he be life, excuse my, my English, but if he be life and I'm one with him, then Leo be life. Amen. Adam and his wife in the garden, when they were to eat from the tree of life, they were eating from something that they were. It's who they are. It's who they is. It's who they be. <laughs> are you following me? So if that's who they are, who they is, who they be, and if they're life, then the only thing that they can eat from is life because life is sustaining life. But then the moment they transition to the tree of knowledge of good and evil, the tree of death, now they be death. They is death. They are death. And the only thing they can produce now is death. Thank God that Jesus came. 
in flesh became death for us so that we can reconnect to life. Amen. So now we're not connected to that old way anymore. We're connected to life. Believe that you receive. Be happy. Be thankful. Be joyful. Be in a constant state of always thinking life. Be in a constant state of always seeing life. Be in a constant state of always speaking life. Amen. That you receive. Here's another interesting uh, note here. Receive. Sieve. C-E-I-V-E. That's what that word means. To take. <laughs> so, so I'm believing for healing. I'm believing for prosperity. I'm believing for restoration in marriage. I'm believing for restoration with my children. I'm believing for raising my job. I'm happy about it. Believe it. Now take it. Believe that you take and you will have them. Believe that you take it. Glory to God. Pause and think on that. Have a Selah moment. If you believe that you receive it, take it. Why? It's yours. If I'm one with God, amen, and he's given me life. Amen. He's given me healing. He's already in me. He's given me wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. Already in me. That's who I am. That's who I be. That's who I is. <laughs> Amen. Then it's mine. So I have a right to take it. Believe that you receive. You have a right to take it. It's your God-given right. It's your birthright. It's your heritage. It's your inheritance. You have a right to take it. it was, your inheritance was given before the foundation of the world. You have people who set up trust funds and inheritance for their children. It's theirs. Before they were even born. Then when they get to an age of maturity and understanding, guess what? They have a right to take it. It's theirs. You have a right to take your healing. It belongs to you. It's yours. It's who you are. It's what God put in you. Take it now. Take it now. Receive it now. Believe. Be happy. Be in this constant state of being. Amen? Receive it. Take it. And if you take it and if you believe it and you're happy about it, you know what? And you have it in your mind. I don't care what I see. I don't care what's going on. I don't care what people around me are saying. I don't care what mom and them used to say that it was supposed to go this way. I don't care what my brothers and sisters said that how this was supposed to be done. The word of God said it's not like that. I'm believing the word. I'm taking it. You dictate the circumstance. You dictate the situation. You tell that situation what to do. You take authority. You have the authority. You're one with the Father. He's one with you. You have the authority now. Use your authority. Use your power. Use the gift that has been given to you. Amen? Glory to God. 
Look at this scripture. In Matthew chapter 16, verse 19, I will give you the keys to the kingdom of heaven. This is Matthew chapter 16, verse 19 in the CEV. I will give you the keys to the kingdom of heaven. I will give you the keys to the kingdom of heaven. If I give you the keys to my house, that means you have the authority to go inside my house. Come on. He said he'd give us the keys to the kingdom of heaven. This came through revelation. Amen. Verse 18 says, so I will call you Peter, which means a rock. And on this rock, I will build my church and, the, and death itself will not have any power over it. Now, the previous scripture before, before that verse of scripture, amen. And we'll look at it. Let's, we're going to read that out. Amen. <laughs> Glory to God. Are we having fun this morning? Glory to God. The word of God is alive and powerful. Glory to God. And he said, and the verses before that, amen. He said, and Jesus answered and said unto him, blessed art thou, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood had not revealed it unto thee, but my father, which is in heaven. So Peter got a rev Peter at that time, Simon of Barjona was his name. And God called him Peter after he got a revelation. What happened? When revelation came, he transformed. <laughs> when revelation came, Simon Barjona transformed into a different person. But my father, which is in heaven, has revealed this to you. And now, because you have a revelation of the word, I say unto you, that you are Peter. You are a rock. You have been made solid because of revelation. And upon this rock of revelation, I will build my church upon revelation of who I am, revealing myself to you who, and understand who I am in you, through you, to you. We're one together. I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. And the CV again said that death itself will not have any power over it. Then he goes and says, now, because you have revelation, because you have understanding, I will give you the keys to the kingdom of heaven. Now you can access it. You can access it. You can go in and you can receive everything that I have for you. I will give you the keys to the kingdom of heaven. Thank God we have them. Revelation knowledge. And we can unlock those things in our area, in our life that need to be unlocked. That healing that needs to be unlocked. We have the keys to it. We have the power. We have the understanding. We have the revelation to unlock it. But revelation comes through a consistent Word study, consistent prayer, consistent praise. You have some people that say, oh, yeah, I praise the Lord all the time. Well, how much scripture are you meditating on? Well, uh, see, your praise is really not effective if there's no word revelation. Because our praise come through the word being revealed to us. Where there is no revelation, praise cannot be effective. Where there is no revelation of God's word, praise cannot be effective. Where there is no revelation or understanding of God's word, prayer cannot be effective. You have a lot of people who pray, but they're praying without understanding. You got to spend time meditating the word. If the, the, the Holy Spirit might have you look at the word the, 
Now you think you know everything about the word the, and the Holy Spirit said, I need you to meditate on the word the. You better meditate on that word. <laughs> but that's how he bring, he teaches us. He brings us. He'll pull a word out and show it to you and open it up to you. But you won't get that if you're not spending time studying. You cannot believe and receive what God has laid up for you if you're not spending time studying and meditating and really learning the scripture and looking it up, finding out what it means, and then seeing yourself acting it out, seeing it manifested in your life, and then releasing it in faith. Be happy. Be thankful. Be in a constant state of thanksgiving. Be in a constant state of joy. The joy of the Lord is our strength. Not whether or not your husband and your wife treating you right. That's, the, that, that's not your strength. The joy of the Lord is your strength. Not whether or not the people on the job treat, your wife, treat you right. The joy of the Lord is your strength. Not whether or not the doctors say you got a good report. The joy of the Lord is your strength. What people say and what people do that's, that should not affect our joy because our joy doesn't come from them. And see, that's another error that some of us, that some of us make. I've made it. We put joy in things. We put joy in people and we expect these things and these people to bring us joy. And when they don't, then our joy is, you know, deflated. It's empty, you know, because such and such said something bad to me. You know, my job, they, they didn't pay me like they say they were going to pay me the amount that they were going to pay me. And, oh, I'm so sad now. Well, the doctor said this. And I'm not happy. Why? Because we put our joy, we put our belief in their word. And when their word doesn't say what we really wanted, wanted to say, oh, doesn't say what we really want to hear. And now we're not happy. But see, now if I put my joy in the word. The word of God is always going to tell me I am healed. The word of God is always going to tell me I am an overcomer. The word is always going to tell me that I am a king and priest. Amen. The word is always going to tell me I'm more than a conqueror. The word is always going to tell me I'm the apple of his eye. The word is always going to tell me I'm one with him. The word is always going to tell me I'm righteous. The word is always going to tell me I'm holy. And because I put my joy in that word, I'm always joyful. Amen. Well, you know, Pastor Leo, that's easy to say, but you know what? It's easy to continue to say if you practice in it, if you're in it, if you're focusing on it. Yes, sometimes people can come and it might hit you in such a way, but because we are, we are developing in our faith, we're developing and growing in our spirit. We know how to refrain from speaking and adjust and get back and say, you know what? I could be mad in this situation, but I'm going to surrender that to the word. And I'm going to do what the word says. And I'm going to believe only. Glory to God. I'm only going to say what God said. Think about when Jairus came to Jesus. My, my daughter is sick. Can you come to my house and, and heal her? Because I know you could do it. While they're on the way there, somebody comes and says, well, you know, don't trouble the master any longer. 
for your daughter has, is, is, is gone now. But what did Jesus say? He didn't, elect, he didn't let those words affect him. Believe only. Continue to be happy. Continue to be joyful. Continue to be thankful that I'm about to go in this place, in your house, and raise your daughter up. I'm about to heal your daughter. Continue to be happy about that. Continue to be in a constant state of thanksgiving about that. And receive it. And Jesus did what he, Jesus did what he do. He went in and watch what he said. Pay attention. Daughter's not dead. She's only asleep. What? <laughs> Excuse me? She's what? She's asleep. Then he had to get the doubters out. All of those people that's laughing and laughing at him, trying to mock him. Man, get out. <laughs> get the doubt out. <laughs> We don't need you around here. We don't need, I'm in Texas. We don't need you around these parts. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> we don't need that. I don't need to hear that. I don't need to hear that. Thank God for the word. Man, but you know, your business is, you know, the economy. I don't need to hear that. I'm sorry. Get out. I don't need to hear that. Well, you know, it's a 50% chance. It's a 30% chance that you might survive. I don't want to hear that. Excuse me. I'm only hearing the word believe only, believe only, believe only. If you got to just say that over and over again and aggravate the naysayers, they'll leave you alone. If you believe only, believe only, believe only. I only have life. I only have life. I only have life. I only have life. I only get the naysayers to leave you. I I'm ignoring you. You know how when little kids don't want to hear what you're saying, they stick their fingers in their ears. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> you got to do that to the devil. You got to do that to them people that's trying to deter you and talk you out of your blessing. Now, I believe only, believe only, believe only, blah, 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 believe only, believe. <laughs> glory to God, glory to God. And you got to get like that. You got to do everything that's necessary to win. You got to do everything that's necessary to see the manifestation. You have to do everything necessary in your power to make sure you stand firm on the word of God. Amen. If that means locking yourself up in a room for a couple of days and not talking to nobody, cut the phone off, cut the TV off, take the TVs, put them outside in the backyard. <laughs> Amen. Get rid of the stuff. If you have to, whatever you have to do to stick in and stand firm in this word. Driving down the street, you got word playing. You know, sometimes people might listen to talk radio. Sometimes you might listen to music. Cut it off. Put put on our podcast on. Amen. Put put the word on. Listen to the word. You got to do what you have to do. You have to do what's necessary. You we have our phones. You can set your phone to remind you to say the word. If 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 you want to set it for every hour on the hour, set an alarm. And it'll, it'll pop up in your schedule and it'll have the scripture on it. And you just say that scripture and your phone goes off every hour. Say this every hour, every hour. You can program your stuff around you to remind you and help you stay focused. You got healing class. You come to healing class to, to help you stay focused, stay on track, fighting the good fight of faith. It's all it's constantly staying in a position of always speaking what God say. At every moment. Every situation and circumstance. Amen. Glory to God.
Jesus is the author and the finisher of our faith. He's the author and finisher of our words. Glory to God. Let me say that again. He is the author of words. He is the finisher of words. He gave word meaning. He gave words meaning because he's in them. They have meaning because God is in them. He authors it. Now watch this. Because he's the author and finisher of words, he authored words. He is the word. He gave us the languages we speak. Now, I don't know any other languages. I just, I, I know uno, dos, tres. <laughs> That's about it. I haven't learned any other languages. But all of these languages that we have in the earth, they came because God is the word. Jesus is the word. He gave us that. So he's the author and the finisher of words. Now, watch this. Those people, when they spoke to Jairus about the, his daughter, they said, She's dead. Don't trouble the master anymore. Your daughter is dead. But they had what they said. You know what? They could have had what. But notice how when the author of words stepped in, the situation changed. Come on. Glory to God. When the author of words stepped in, the atmosphere shifted. The situation changed. There's a man at the pool of Bethesda. The angel would come down and trouble the water. We we know that we know that we know the scriptures. Come on, we know the stories. We know the accounts that were given. Trouble the water, and they, they would you would you would have somebody there to put you in the water. And Jesus walks up on this man, asks him, "Would you want to be healed?" Man, let me tell you, he went into his little sob story. This is Leo's trying. This is <laughs> the Leo version. Man, let me tell you, I've been here for 15 years, man. <laughs> I don't have nobody to help me. I don't have nobody to push me in. And every time I get ready to crawl over there to get in, man, somebody else get in before me. They take my spot. That ain't right. You see what they, that's how they treat me around here. That's what they're doing. I don't appreciate that. Jesus looked and said, man, rise. Pick up your bed and walk. Now watch this. The whole time this man was having what he said, he can't walk. He was having what he said. They pushed people in before me. He was thinking that the whole, and every time he got right there, got right there, I'm sorry, right there, someone would jump in before him. Because he said that. Nobody's here to help me get in the water. He had that. Nobody was there to help him. He kept saying it. He kept saying it. Nobody was there to, is there to help me. Nobody's, and, and, and people always jumping in before me. He was having what he said. But the author of words came and shifted the atmosphere. Rise. Pick up your bed and walk. Oh, boy. He's changed the frequency. He shifted the energy. Come on. It went into the cells of his body. Glory to God. See, that man was on a... So I'm going to get a little science on you or what have you. 
He was, he was existed in a low frequency, low energy state. He was a, he was in a constant state of being complainful, complaining, a constant state of complaining, a constant state of pity. He was being pitiful. He was being unhappy. He was being in the same state of depression that he was in, being depressed, constantly rehearsing in his mind, constant rehearse with his words, constant state of being angry, of being inferior, kicked over, put down, shut out. That was his state of being because of his words, their energy, their frequency, their power was keeping him in a low level of being. And he never changed. His situation didn't change. His situation was looking dim and grim. And I'm going to just die like this. I'm not going to be able to do anything. All the things that I wish I could do, I can't do because I'm like this and like that. And, oh, the government is just the economy is bad and this is bad. And they're, they're killing everywhere. And this, da, 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 all of the stuff that people say, right? constant state of being that way but when the author of words the master frequency came in the master of life the life itself came in power itself came in and shifted the atmosphere changed the frequency in that man's body changed the cells in that man's body that's the scripture that apostle and prophet bring out. And he healed them with his word. It went into the cells of that man's body. Areas in that man's leg that didn't have power, not had power. Areas in that man's leg that didn't have strength, it had strength. Those areas in that man's leg and his body that was disconnected and, and off track, it, it came on track again. And it shifted into position with the word he shifted the various cells of that man's body. Do you know words created the cells in your body? When God said, man, be, it created everything and put everything into position. So now you have the God frequency on the inside of you. You have this God power on the inside of you. You have it, this God life inside of you now. It's there now. But here's what was going on. That man was healed before the foundation of the world. It was already in him. But what was the issue? It was laying dormant. And it had not been activated. Come on. It hadn't been activated. And when God came in, the word creator, the word giver, the one who gives meaning to words, the author and finisher of words came in and spoke and spoke life into that man's body. Glory to God. Believe that you receive and you will have them. He spoke it into him. And the very cells of his body became energized and empowered. And, and things began to light up and spark. And then all of a sudden, he, whoa, whoa. And the man, God picked himself up and ran out of there. <laughs> now, come on. Now, we know in the world today, we have people who may have had an a, a accident or something, and they have to relearn how to walk. 
and they got to go to physical therapy. This man didn't have to do no physical therapy. This man just jumped up and started running. Come on. In an instant, it didn't take a week, didn't take an hour. Man, it was instantaneous. It didn't take six months. It didn't take a year for him to recover. Five years to recover, however long. They say you, you might have. It didn't take that long. Instantaneous. When the author of words speaks life, releases life. Come on, instantaneous. The man jumped up, screaming, shouting. Over to God, might have accidentally kicked somebody over in the pool. Who knows? <laughs> Testing his legs out. <laughs> Glory to God. But the man had power in them legs. God gave him life. Right. Some, God, Jesus said something to him that that man had never heard in his life before. Nobody never told him, especially those words, rise. What? Rise. That's, word, that's a word of authority. Glory to God. That's a word of power. That's a word coming from somebody who had the keys to the kingdom of heaven. Come on. And Jesus was in the earth. Watch this. We're going to finish reading in the CEV, Matthew chapter 16 and verse 19. I will give you the keys to the kingdom of heaven and God in heaven will allow whatever you allow on earth. But he will not allow anything you don't allow. We are the walking church. We are the walking Jesus in the earth. Jesus did not allow that man to stay unhealed, to stay in that constant state of depression and sickness. He did not allow that. If we're Jesus in the earth, and if he didn't allow that, then maybe there's some things that we shouldn't be allowing. <laughs> you understand? There's some things that we should not be allowing in the earth. Come on. Shout glory. Shout hallelujah. Shout praise God. Hallelujah. Come on. Give him praise. Be thankful. Be joyful. Believe it's already done. Receive. Take it now. It's yours. Get excited. If, if you had a pain in your leg and you couldn't do something with your leg, kick the table over. Buy another table. Get excited about it. <laughs> do something. Shout. Jump. Scream. Glory to God. I already have it. Receive it. Be happy. Be thankful. Be joyful. Be in this constant state of healing. Be in a constant state of love. Be in a constant state of joy. Be in a constant state of peace. Be in a constant state of favor. Be, con be consistent. Be in this constant. Always be thankful. Always be joyful. Why? Because my life comes from the word. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God, but by the life, the power that proceeds from the mouth of God. Why? That's the tree of life we eat from. That's who we are. It's our makeup. It's our genetic code. It's, it's our frequency. It's everything we are. 
It's in us. It just was laying dormant. Now it's time to activate it. Your healing is inside of you now. It just needs to be activated. You got to get revelation in the word. You got to get understanding in the word. You got to pray over that word. Praise over that word. Get Mark 11 and 24. Therefore, I say unto Leo, what things soever Leo desire. Well, Leo desire his healing. Believe that Leo received that healing. I believe I have it now. I'm thankful for it now. And I receive it. I take my healing now. And I have my healing now. And say it and say it. And Father, I thank you for that scripture. I believe that scripture. I am that scripture. That scripture is one with me. I am one with that scripture. I take it now. Father, I give you glory. I praise you over Mark 11, 24. I am Mark 11, 24. I am Mark 11, 24. Glory to God. You can put in parentheses in your Bible next to Mark 11, 24. This is Leo. This is Osha, whoever. This is Bob. This is Larry, whoever. And put your name and rename that scripture. That's me. That's my name. I'm putting my name on it. That's me. That's who I am. That's who I'm a constant state of being. I take it now. I receive it now. I'm joyful. I'm happy. I'm excited about this now. I'm healed now. He said this word and healed Leo and delivered Leo from all his destruction. Psalms 107 and 20. Rename it. That's me. When you talk that scripture, you, I'm talking, well, 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 that's the word of God. No, I was talking about me. He's talking about me in that scripture. Take authority over it. I give you the keys to the kingdom. I'm giving you my word. Your word, I'm giving you my word. So now it's your word. That's you. That's who you are. Come on. Glory to God. That's who you are. That's who we are. It's who we are. We're one with him. He's one with us. He's the word. We're the word. We live in and enjoying life together. We're ruling and reigning together. Glory to God. See, a, com a, a common misconception that, that people think this is a religion. This isn't a religion. This is a government. This is a kingdom. This is a power. This is life. That's what this is. This is love. This is joy. This is peace. This is the blessing. This is favor. Clover to God. That's what this is. That's what we are. That's what we're doing. This is not some religion. This is a kingdom. This is authority. This is glory. Religion ain't got nothing on this. This is not a religion. No, this is a way of life. This is life. This is power. This is authority. Amen. This is the blessing. This is healing. Well, what, what, what denomination you belong to? I belong to the denomination of power. I belong to the denomination of healing. I belong to the denomination of prosperity. I belong to the denomination of kings and priests. I belong to the denomination of saints. That's who we are. That's what this is. I belong to the denomination of kingdom government. That's what this is. And I have the authority to speak healing into your life. Receive it now. I have that anointing, the burden removing, yoke destroying power of God. This is the denomination of the anointing. That's what this is. It's not a, not a religion. It's a government. It's a kingdom. It's a lifestyle. It's who we are. We're one with this, and he's one with us. Glory to God. Get excited. Be joyful. Take it. Don't settle. Nah, uh-uh-uh. Mr. Devil, get out of here. I'm not allowing that. You know, I had experience with, with that. One night, we was in our, another building where we were having church at, and I was up studying the word. 
And I heard something along the lines of this, and I was meditating on it. And the Holy Spirit said, and they were playing music loud. Oh, rap music. It was playing it loud. And this is 11 o'clock at night. I'm up. I'm reading the word. It was bothering me. And the Holy Spirit said, now, nah, and in the natural, I could have went over there and said, hey, man, turn the music down. But the Holy Spirit said, why don't you just use what you've been saying, what you've been studying? I know. Okay. I think I, I, I will. In the name of Jesus, Satan, you don't have no authority to do nothing on this block without my permission. And I ain't give you permission to do it. These are my words. I command the music to cut off. And I went a step further. And I, got, and I said, one of two things is going to happen. If these people are going to get saved, or they're going to move. Came up out of my spirit. Five minutes later, the music was off. Two days later, the lease sign was in front of the house. The people moved. The author of words. The author of words showed up in my life and spoke. The author of words changed the atmosphere. The author of words changed the situation and the circumstance. When the author of words shows up, the author and finisher of words, the one who gives words its meaning, shows up. Things change. Things change. When you get that revelation, things change. When you have that understanding, things change. When you come, when you come in contact with that life and you embrace it and you become that, things change. Be anointed. Believe. Believe. Be happy. Be in a constant state of thanksgiving. Yeah, they people say some mean and hateful things to you. It's all right. Be joyful. What did God say to you? What did God say about you? What did God put in you? How far did God go to restore you? Believe that you receive and you will have it. The other week when me and Apostle were teaching on Facebook Live, I take it back. The other week I was talking about Apostle. And I did the Facebook. I did. It was with Apostle. I'm sorry. I'm, day is getting, getting mixed up here. We would talk about his, his testimony of his healing from his eyesight. You know, often I find myself just meditating on that and thinking about that. The experience. What he went through. Here you have pastors who claim that God is so good, who claim that God is real, who claim that God is all powerful, is telling you God got you like that for his own will, his own purpose. But he never heal you. That'll frustrate somebody and make you want to slap somebody. <laughs> right? It'll make you want to do that. It'll make you angry. You mean to tell me you talking you telling me this guy is so good, but he got me like this? Really? You mean to tell me your parents are so good? Your parents love you so much. They made you sleep outside? What? No, that's not God. That's not love. That's not power. But then he heard another message. The God, the God, the author and finisher of words began to speak. Put the words in brother, a man named Brother Hagen, Hagen, Kenneth E. Hagen. Put it in his mouth. 
on a broadcast. An apostle heard it. Teaching on Mark 11, 22-24. And those words went into apostle elder. Touched him. Glory to God. He received it. He took it. He was happy. Excited. He excited about, man, if Mark 11 and 24 is right, it's true. Therefore, I said to Larry, whatsoever things Larry desire, when Larry pray, believe that Larry receive and Larry will have it. Lord, if that is true, I have my sight. I have my sight. I have my sight. Now, this is the thing. He said it all day Friday. All day. All day Sunday and Monday morning. And he said it. But what happened? He took those words. He took his sight. And what was up? Watch this. His sight was already in him. It was just dormant and needed to be activated. And when he took the words from the author of words and received it, Man, it activated his sight. And ha I, as he says it, my sight popped in and it's been here ever since. Glory to God. <laughs> Activate what's already in you. Take those words. See, some people, they, they confess the word and they think they did a lot in five minutes. Oh, he said it all day. All day. Over and over. Over and over. Over and over, over and over. Why? That desire, desire, believe that you received. He was happy. He saw himself seeing before he saw. <laughs> he saw himself seeing before he saw. He was happy about his sight before he saw. Glory to God. And he got happy and he was excited and it was bubbling and it was boiling over. Glory to God. And this, the energy, glory to God, changed the situation. See, people confess healing, but they don't get excited about it. You're already healed, but they're not excited about it. Oh, thank you, Lord. I'm already here. Thank you. I'm healed. Thank you, Father. I'm healed. Oh, you got to get excited like your favorite football team just scored a touchdown. Because Jesus scored a touchdown for us over and over, repeatedly, over and over in every area of our life. He scored a touchdown. He made that winning shot. For us, over and over. And it's been here ever since. It's on the inside of you, saints. You got to activate it. Get it activated. Meditate the word. Study the word. Glory to God. Praise over that word. Get the scripture. Get the scripture. Pick a scripture. Whatever scripture. Three or four scriptures. Five scriptures. And thank God over the word. Sit, it, sit the scriptures before you like a meal. And you're getting ready to say grace over your meal and give thanks. Father, I thank you for this word. I praise you over this word. Glory to God. Thank you, Father. Thank you for revelation knowledge of Mark 11, 20. Thank you for revealing to me the inner workings, Lord God. Thank you for opening up my spiritual eyes so I can see. Thank you, Father. 
I receive it now. I receive it now. I receive it now. I receive it. I receive it. I take it. I take it. I take it now. This is mine. And spend time with that scripture. Spend weeks with that scripture. Come on. Let it be to just take roots in you. And it overtakes you. And now that scripture, has be, you become that scripture. Now that, you, that scripture speaking out of you. Glory to God. You one with it. I am Mark 11, 24. That's all I can talk. Yeah, I got to be careful with my words now because I have what I say. If I'm Mark 11, 24, then I have to be extra specially careful with my speaking because I have exactly what I say. I am Mark 11, 24. Got to be careful. Driving down the street, the car cuts you off. Oh, they blessed and highly favored in the name of Jesus. Because <laughs> you got to be careful what you say. You got to take your words serious. <laughs> You got to be serious with your words. Have fun with it, but be serious about it. Be careful because you can't just say anything. When you begin to train your spirit in the word and having what you say, you have to be extra careful how you speak. Amen. Believe that you receive. <clears throat> Glory to God. And you will have it. Amen. I pray that this has blessed you today. You know what? You can take this right now and you can be healed now. Be healed now. Be healed now. Speak over your body. Speak over your body. Take it now. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. I thank Apostle Aaron Prophet Helen again for giving me this opportunity to teach the healing school. Glory to God. You know, I got blessed. I'm sitting here listening to myself. I done stirred myself up. I, I've gotten, I done got blessed. I'm going to have to go back and listen to this again. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. I thank you for being there, listening. Glory to God. We're growing together. Amen. Hallelujah. Learning together. Receiving together. Believing together. We're one in this together. Amen. It's who you are. You create us like God. Amen. Go out and create. Create your day. Create the life you want. Glory to God. Manifest that healing. Create that healing in your body. Activate it. Glory to God. Just go around and start speaking to everything in your house. Children in your house. You're blessed. Just start practicing speaking the word over people. Just practice it. Lay hand. Just walk up to them and throw your hand out. Lay a hand. Be healed in the name of Jesus and practice. Practice this thing. Release. Practice releasing your faith. Amen. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God.